When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. New York, they causing the distraction. This is hip-hop. We in the Mecca of New York. It's D-Block, it's Dipset. Turn the words off. you don't know the words? Yo, Tech, let's make something happen. Overlooking the city, my nigga, I'm high up. I can get your brain blowed out for five bucks. Always in the hood. That's because I rep that. My partner worked good. Niggas already checked that. Probably just comfortable because that's where I slept that. Desert is blue steel. The 40 is jet black. Fucking bars, nigga. Bars. I'm in war mode, nigga. Prada and Gucci don't go together. Lou and Dior, I circle better. You wear my drip, but I wear it better. Kalani gang, I circle wetter, huh? Gang, on go mode. I should get a chain for the promo. Hey. Gang, gang, gang. The level is just too advanced. The bezel is Tiffany stamp. No grip on my hand. I know that I came with the slide from left to right, but now I don't want to dance. I got too much on the line, too much on my mind, too much ain't enough of my plans. Nike don't pay me to tell you, just do it. They pay me to show you, I do it again. Huh? Yeah. I'm in control of the block. You know how October get hot. Let me this glitz go pop. Bang. The crib is over the top. The whip is over the top. I thought about letting her go. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. As always, you can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. Joined by my co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing? I'm okay. A little tired. Um, it's pretty hot over here. We got it's like Toronto muggy right now, so I'm not a big fan of it. Um, but besides that, I finally made it. So right here, I arrived. Are you there? Oh man, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Wait, what's the degree at? It's Toronto muggy. I'm just curious. Uh, let me check. Um, let's see. And what's the weather supposed to be like next week? Because I'm going. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, so this what the heat wave supposed to be off. But um, I don't know. I can't find it what the weather is. So. Fucking better be prime weather by the time. I'm it's 30 right now. That's actually pretty hot. So. Yeah. It's, it's been in 30. So, like, it's been in 30 so many times this summer. And, like, usually we get maybe one or two days in the 30s. Yeah, it's like so fuck. Like people are renting hotels to get away from the muggy. Because so. no one here has air conditioners. 
so weird. I know. People always think it's so weird when I tell them that, but there's really no need for them to tell. Yes. It's always weird, getting... like weather-wise, because even what? here hasn't been as hot as you would expect it to be. Most days have been pretty like spring-like, if anything. Like I think the hottest day we've had so far has been like a 27 or 28. That oh really? Yeah. Most yeah. days have been like 24, 25, 26, but it doesn't even feel that hot to be honest. It's always like a a breeze that ends up coming through and cooling it down or some shit. So we haven't had many hot days yet. And summer's almost sure, over, actually. So I'm pretty sure this is like the hottest summer we've had. So so many com- I I won't complain, but lots of people in Vancouver could not handle this weather. People are dying, they're closing their stores and People were like not going, leaving their house and stuff because it was so like muggy and hot. You just sweat everywhere you go. It wasn't because of COVID. No, like well, I mean, no. <laughs> That's a, a reason they were get closing their stores. No, well, they were. They literally for the, in the middle of the day though, like they're open at eleven, and then I went and they're like closing as I was like trying to get in. They're like they straight up like tons of places. My friends who worked at bars and stuff, they closed some of them too. Y'all soft as hell. Y'all can't handle a little heat. Yeah, though. they are. Like it's Vancouver, man. Yo, fucking Grab people here. Will compl- <laughs> like, people here will, like so. La- last week we had a fire. Like the we had fire, like tons of fires in the forest. So we had like um, bad air quality and a heat wave too. And people were just fucking nonstop bitching about everything. And that so pretty spoiled. Yeah, that's crazy. That is nuts. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 98 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, if you guys could do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, follow on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. For a story, or not really a story, actually, just more so, uh, something funny happened to me a few weeks ago. Well, two things, but I'm going to start off with the first one that's more pertinent to me. And it's that, so my ex, whose birthday was in, like, the summertime, I should just say that. I shouldn't say the exact date, (laughs) but the summertime, um... Like, we didn't, we didn't break up on bad terms. So, like, it was just more so of a kind of like a falling out type deal. So, it wasn't the worst of terms. So, when her birthday came around, I, like, hit her up and wished her a happy birthday, which was, which was fine. Um, I'm surprised I actually got the response that I did, like, speaking to her, which was, like, a little bit shocking because I didn't think that she would be that friendly or that open about what's going on in her life. But she actually was um so we're yeah so that happened we're on somewhat of like a little bit of a talking term nothing too crazy and it wasn't something that like continued to go on for a long time but she she's someone who hasn't changed like her instagram photo in forever like years and she finally did like maybe a week after i'd sent her that message so me being me i just decided you know it's a nice photo like i just wanted her to know it's a nice photo so I went on her page and like found the photo that she used to use as her display picture. And then I liked it. And then three, probably three hours after I liked that photo, she changed her photo back to the original photo that she'd had for years. And I was like, wait, what? Is this like a, is this a shot back at me or something? Like wait, that? you liked the, her new photo? 
Yeah, yeah. She had her photo from her Instagram page that she used, and then I liked that photo. And then three hours later, she changed it back to her original photo. Oh, and you think it's um, like shot at you? Like I don't know if it's a shot, but I just found that weird. I was like, is she upset that I decided to like her photo? Like I didn't get the change that happened immediately after. So I just was like, whatever. Like maybe um, maybe just a coincidence. Maybe she didn't like that photo or whatever. But then another time, like something else happened, like a few days later, where she put up a story and I commented on the story, um, and like she laughed about it, like she had a joke. But then literally like three, four hours after I made like my comment on the story, she like took down the story. I was just like, like what? Like <laughs> I'm oh, so wow. confused here. Like I don't know if this is like her being cheesed at me, re kind of like messaging her some shit or if that's just her nature if that's what she's gonna do in the first place so it's very confusing to me but yeah that is weird i don't even know what any of that would mean maybe it's all just a coincidence i'm i'm hoping it is coincidental but like the, the mind that i have i don't really see this being coincidental at the same time too i low feel like those are like shots but uh it is what it is I thought that would be a somewhat interesting story on what's been going on in the past. Oh yeah, the like month or so, but that always, especially someone with me too, like birthday and birthdays and that, like the the odd reach out, like how long do you have to tell your ex happy birthday, like each year and stuff? And obviously, like I have my history of ex girlfriends, and they're just funny to see the ones drop off that that the first drop off and like. It's like this year's the year that uh, that you, I finally don't wish them happy birthday or like pretend to care or anything like that. I actually had that with my ex last year. She's like, "You didn't even wish me happy birthday. Why are you like messaging me?" And then it was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, no, she paid attention. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she "Oh, was petty. I honestly like I I think up until like thirty, I paid attention to. Now I just like I don't even notice." Um, but I used to pay attention for sure. I'm like, oh, I'll remember this. I'll remember this. Yeah, I, I still kind of do that on the low. Like, I'll remember yeah. when someone liked or, like, wished me a certain thing. And if they didn't, then, like, I kind of keep that in the back of my mind. For that, when yeah. the turn comes around, and like, I don't do the same to them or whatever. Or I do the same to them. I had an ex who messaged me, like, and we're, like, we're talking. And the date, it was, like, before my birthday. She's like, oh, like, enjoy your birthday, like, weekend. And then on my birthday, though, didn't say happy birthday, even though we had just been talking, like, two days before. And I was like, I was like you can't even, like, you're not even going to say happy birthday. You say enjoy, the, like, your time and that, but then not say happy birthday on the day of. So, obviously. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, okay. Maybe she you. felt like, like her saying, like, you having fun that day was enough of her wish, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It was fucking super weird. I mean, we weren't, like, great. I was like place but still i was like what the fuck is this but what are you gonna do it's weird social media has made birthdays weird too yeah, yeah, yeah i think you can do it like with your exes for up to three years i think after three years you don't have to wish them yeah I, unless, unless I, you I'm, talk like if you talk to the person like regularly then that's a different yeah. story. But if you don't talk to them on the regular, then I think up to three years. And it depends how long you guys dated and stuff, too. Yeah, that too. Like, if it was a short-term thing, you don't really have to. Yeah, if it was a short-term thing, I probably wished you happy birthday the first year, and that's it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But going after that and after that. But 
we shall after see. that it's just like if i see it i might say something if not then i'm just gonna keep it moving type shit yeah yeah but, yeah that's basically something i brought up because i thought it was kind of weird that that happened but there's also another story that recently didn't happen to me but it happened to a friend of mine actually and it has more to do with the whole COVID situation and getting the vaccine. So I have a friend who's dating a girl who's essentially anti-vax and she actually is anti-vax. Like she's not just waiting for no reason. Like she seems like the person who's not going to get it ever. Like, like they would have to force her to get it, like pin her down and put it on her type shit. Yeah. So, so I have a friend who's, who's dating someone like that. And uh, one of my boys called me and was, and was telling me the story about what happened to him. And essentially what happened was that he decided to get the vaccine because he just wanted to like protect himself or whatever. And he had to let his girlfriend, obviously he had to let his girlfriend know that he's getting the vaccine. So he calls his girlfriend and tells her that he's getting the vaccine. And when he makes that call and lets her know that he ended up getting it, she completely flipped on him. Like I'm talking zero to 100, absolute psycho mode on this guy and his lifestyle choices and everything about him. Um, so we'll, we'll call the guy James. We'll call the girl Katie. Basically what happened was like James got the vaccine, called her, and when they're on the phone, she was losing it, calling him an idiot for being like, for getting it, telling him he's stupid, telling him that he, she, like, she hopes he doesn't die or anything from getting it hopes that nothing crazy in terms of like his biology or his body, like nothing happens to him. Like no that. microchips in his arm. Like, no well, not devices. even that. It was just more so like deformities. Like, so he was thinking like he was going to get like some kind of like fucked up, like situation. I mean, not microchips, but like something bad was going to happen to him. Yeah. Like, hoping that like, yeah, like I hope you don't get it or some shit, like, or I hope you do get it or some shit like that. Oh, she said you do. Then, I hope you do get it. Well, she said, don't get it as in like, she thinks that that's going to happen to him. Type oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. But like scaring him, like more so she's just trying to scare him in that situation of him, like making the choice to get the vaccine. But that's not even the craziest part. Like the craziest part is that she was like down the road, like hope you like hope he doesn't die. But the craziest part is, is that she started attacking him personally. Like it wasn't even just solely the fact that she was talking about the vaccine. She started saying shit like, yeah, um, you know, the fact that you got the vaccine, now I'm just going to have to go look for another guy to have Asian babies with and shit. Jesus Christ. Wait, yeah. is she Asian? No, 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 no. She's oh, Asian. that's fucked up, man. What is he's, I'm guessing. Yeah, is. yeah he is, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, she said that, like, all this other stuff about, like, basically breaking up with him and, like, not wanting to be with him type shit and just going off on him, like, personally and, like, his decisions and, like, calling him an idiot saying he's a moron, all of that shit. And I was just like, when I was listening to this, I was like, like, obviously the whole vaccine part is kind of fucked up, but the most fucked up part to me was the point that she said, now I have to go find another Asian dude to have babies with, because that's like, you can, you can attack someone for the decisions or whatever, and like, I wouldn't do it on my, like with someone who I'm dating, like I wouldn't do that. But the fact that she started attacking him personally and was like, calling him an idiot and saying like everything's wrong with him was the most fucked up part to me. Like you can't, you can't chop 
your boyfriend's like heart down like that and then, and, I, and i love how that she went like race too though like that yeah yeah like that's like like she fetishized him at the same time yeah too. you can't do that either like she went full just, mask off there yeah your whole all your I, true colors came out at that point and like you could definitely do it as like the joke and stuff like with your partner like obviously i was kidding around about fucking having mixed babies and stuff like that but like yeah, when you're actually yeah. mad to, when you're to go in that direction. Serious? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. nuts. And like, but man, all those people who are like hardcore, like conspiracy types, always, always have like other weird values, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, I always find like the people who are like super anti anti vax, like flat earth and stuff, always have weird other shit that they like do. And they think it's like the Jews. I bet you just think the Jews are controlling the world too and stuff like that. Like, it's never just one thing with these people. It, there's always like, if, there's, if it's just this, there's some other serious fucking issues going on. Like, for obviously, again, like being like, ah, I just don't know what the vaccine type thing is different than like someone who's like hardcore against it with no logical reason. Oh, those types always have some other shit. Like, it's not just this one thing I'm super crazy about. Like, you're, it's kind of a fucking huge red flag because you know, deep down the road, there'll be some other shit. Like, even like, she'll want to like have a fun. You know what's wild to me is people who have natural births, like at home. That's not that with, wild, though. No, no, but with no medical like people there. Like, why not just fucking have it at, like with a doctor around? Like, there's literally no, like, somewhere where where the baby where complications happen your baby won't die and stuff um because then it's like what's it's there anyways what's what's the you don't have to take the medications and that like i get that part but no, like, i, think, I that, think they do force you to take them though. no they don't what do you mean they do not like you don't have to you don't want to uh you can have natural births at the hospital if you want completely um i dated a midwife i know this <laughs> um, <laughs> I dated a midwife this guy said yeah no wait sorry so it wasn't like, it wasn't um it's not sorry it's not the medications that they forced you to take it's the 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 umbilical cord cutting thing was the thing i was talking about actually what do you mean umbilical cord what like some people like to keep their umbilical cord like they want to keep it but like at the doctors they make like they make you cut it off immediately like some people would rather keep that on their baby for like a couple days or some shit what in so the some people that's why some people opt for home uh pregnancies so you can keep the umbilical cord on for a little bit before having to cut it off because it it is a source of oxygen and like supplying nutrients to the baby so they feel that having it on for a couple more days is still beneficial for the baby rather than cutting it off immediately when you have birth yeah but also having babies so fucking dangerous and that's why we had so many people die it was so dangerous like 100 years ago yeah 100 years ago but you you get a good midwife to deliver your baby at home yeah exactly that's what i'm saying that's a person like with a fucking medical background who's gone to school for six yeah, years yeah most people do, I mean, most people do the home baby shit they're not doing it just it's not just them it's not just them in a pool doing it there's like obviously someone but making sure there. you have someone qualified who's qualified there but like i okay but i don't get that like that sounds insane to me like why wouldn't you have like as much of the medical like things that you could have at a hospital like yeah, that's what seems nuts to me. yeah but it's, it's your baby's life like do you know how dangerous having a child is like that. Look up how many lawsuits there are about fucking people suing over midwife. Anyways, the point is, people <laughs> always have these fucking wild theories. Never have more than. Never have just one. It's always like something on top of it. Like no one's like, oh, like the Jews did this, and then they're perfectly normal everywhere else. In life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this girl is definitely crazier in some other eyes. And she showed it though. Like the fact that she fetishized her own boyfriend and then said some shit about finding another dude to have Asian babies with, like, that's also fucked up, too. So 
I'm not surprised. Is this guy still with her? Yeah, so that, that's where I was going to go next. The sad part is, is that, like, I know the dude. He doesn't like confrontation. And he's not someone who's been in that many relationships either. So I know on his end, he's going to just pretty much suck this up and just, like, deal with it that way rather than cutting it up. He's going to roll with the fucking Asian stereotypes there of just not, not like, attacking it. You said it, not me. Letting your, but <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not saying it, it's not. It, has, it, has, it doesn't have truth to it. The same way with people, fucking. I was in my brain. There's like I have the black black thing. Like when we're tipping, I'm like, fuck, I got to tip more because now the the stereotypes. So we've got to address that everyone has those stereotypes. I don't even. And, know, uh, I don't even know if that's really a stereotype anymore, though. I think it might have been back in the day the tipping thing for black people. Because I I don't think I've heard it ever since. To be honest. I mean, yeah, maybe, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. It's also because you don't hear it because we're much more or less, like, we're much more politicized. Like, I'm sure, it's, I know everyone knows it. I no, but like, know I know, it. I know, I know people who've worked in the industry who would tell me some shit like that. Like, someone would slip up and say some racist remark and be like, yeah, like, black people don't tip. Like, because I've had them say it about other races to me. So, like, I know that yeah, they yeah, would well, say if it, if it was, like, a black. I've definitely heard it about, like, because here we have, I think it's Persians or something like that. that they always say that about, I've heard it. Yo, here's, so, here's. Like, in Toronto, it's Mexicans for sure. No offense, but, well, it, but it is. Okay, wow, just no offense, but this stereotype. No, no, I'm true. not saying no. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that. That's, oh, true. You're just that's saying like that's what stereotype. people are saying about it. Yeah, and I yeah, mean, anyway. sometimes I have seen it with them, but I'm not saying that all of them do that. I'm just saying that okay, that's walk that back, but <laughs> that's the um, stereotype that people do portray. I'm not saying exactly. I'm like but the the meek one of like the Asian like guys and stuff you can like walk over and they're not masculine and stuff is the stereotype True. i don't like i know fucking tons of asians aren't like that at all but obviously and i'm sure this girl has that one in her fucking head yeah probably and him not challenging her whatsoever is not going to make it any better so yeah he's oh, pretty much he's pretty much just going to stick it out i think and, like, this actually reminds me of yo so i was i remember that i was on a date with a girl and this shook me. Like, we've been dating and, like, kind of liked her. And you know what she says? She goes, we're talking about stuff. And she's like, she's like, you don't really... She's like, uh, what'd she say? She's like, why don't you use the N-word more? I'm like, what? And no. that, she was like... Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, what? No, no, keep going. I was just saying, yo. And I was like, she's like, I only hear you use it, like, once or twice a day. And I'm like, nigga, what? Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like... I only hear you use it like once or twice a day, maybe. Like, why wouldn't you, if you could use it, use it more and stuff? It's like, I'd use it all the time. I'm like, fuck. I just I remembered this story. So I was going to tell you uh, about it today. And I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, I can never look at it the same after that. I was just like, yeah, what? That's very weird. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like, I mean, I guess it's like if I something said, like, my girlfriend said that to me in like a year in, I'd be like, okay, what, like, laugh about it because I say some shit like that too. Like, a girl, you can do this. Like, why wouldn't you do that all the time? But like, they're just starting the date. You're like, okay. Anyways, so I was wait, like, wait, that was the first date? That, no, it wasn't the first date, but like, I didn't know her well enough for this. Like, we kind of hit it off. It was like fifth or sixth. And oh, that, okay. and I was like, and just fell apart after that. But anyways, this guy. <laughs> well, yeah, needs, I wonder why. <laughs> this guy needs to fucking dump this girl are you kidding yeah, me that's man? What i was saying when i heard the story i was like yo that's a wrap you can't say that to me and come back from that like yeah and no- it's gonna be in his head for the rest of his life too like imagine when they do have a kid I'm like oh mommy's only here for this reason 
Yeah, uh, that on top of other things too. When you get when you do have your kids as well, like how are you going to deal with other vaccinations or vaccines or whatever else has to come in the future? Like the health of the child in the future is going to be in jeopardy constantly. You're like going to be battling that every single time something new happens. You're going to have to be like, oh well, remember back in the pandemic when she was this way and said some shit? Like that, that's a, that's an instant like grounds for breakup. Because there's, there's nothing she can say to justify why she even said that. Like, yeah, you, like... <laughs> you attacked the dude personally. It wasn't even about the choice. Race is one of those things there's just no comeback. Like, I'm not I'm not here to, like, educate you or, like, there's, there's just, like, an automatic, like, veto of the relationship. Like, like <laughs> that's, like, the one thing you're like, oh, okay, absolutely not. Yeah, and, it, and it's, hella, it's hella awkward going forward, too. Um, yeah, but, I mean, like you said, he, but he's not really... He's not very well versed in dating, right? Yeah, for the most so, part. Like, Goddamn. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, we will keep tabs. <laughs> let us know how. Let us know how James is. But back, yo, back to that real quick that you were talking about with the girl saying the N word. That's how I know certain people aren't like. That's how you could tell someone's not black or like not in black culture or whatever. Like that's why that's why I stopped giving passes after high school because I realized that people just like, abuse that shit. And like when I was younger, like I didn't understand the ramifications of giving a pass out. But then when I did give, yeah, but yeah, when I did give it, and then I realized how much like someone can't say it, they start using it. It's like, bro, you use it too much. Like that's not how the word. Oh, for sure. Like I know, I know when you see comedians online or on TV, whatever, you'll see them say it in their sets a lot. But the regular (laughs) black person isn't dropping that twenty four seven. It's something that you say in certain situations, like. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I remember, like, I remember the first time I was in Toronto, I was, like, seeing this girl who's, like, super bad, like, one of those, like, your typical whatever, but, like, super, like, attractive, like, was, like, really hot. You could tell no one said her, told her to say, like, would say no to her type, like, her whole life. And she just were casually just, like, talking. And then she she starts just dropping it in conversation. And I was, like, sitting there, I was, like, ah, fuck. I was like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. And she, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'll pretend like maybe I didn't hear it. She says it again. I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to be the first. Like, I had to check yeah. her, but I was like, ah, oh, motherfucker. Like, but you can like, you know what I mean? Like, she also still, like, she grew up with all black people. Yeah. And like, I'll all hear, this I'll shit. Hear, but, yeah. I'll hear it's a little bit different because, you know, the whole melting pot. So, yeah. And try, I was, but it's still like, fuck, I got to check her. And I know. Like, I mean, I would forgive her because, like, I was trying to smash, but it was, like, that, like, it's like, ah, type thing. Yeah. I was yeah, like, ah, now I have mo- to check. That's one of the most compromising positions is when you're trying to smash yeah, someone that like, bad, Phew. and then you know they drop it. You're like, fuck, man. Like, I yeah, be, I know. I got to be the person who defends my people, but at the same time, too, it's pussy. That's really nice. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't exactly. these two. Like, fuck. Fuck, yeah. And oh, then man. you could tell things were never the same again, too, when I checked her, so... That was yeah. that was great. Oh, man. But yeah, let's move on to music because not yesterday, but the day before, which was Tuesday, correct? Yeah, Tuesday. Jesus, this is a weird week. Um, Tuesday, we had the versus battle between Dipset and The Locked. You said you didn't watch it, but you saw. Did you see the clips? I saw clips, and I saw the internet going off and stuff, and I saw like it was all Jada highlights, unless. Unless it was like 
Cam, like those guys fucking up. It was all yeah, like the yeah, only yeah, good yeah, shit yeah. was Jada Kiss. And then the only time I saw Cam or Jules was because they were like fucking up or making fun of them or something. All right, Paul, of course with the names, bro. Always with the names, man. What? What did I say now? Call them Jules. I never heard no nigga call Jewel <laughs> Jules before. But we'll, we'll roll with it. Um, but yeah, no, it was dope. It was probably one of the better verses, honestly. I'd probably put it in the top... Top five. I think saying top three is a little bit too excessive because of recency bias, but it it definitely is one of the top five verses. But is that only because Jada Kiss killed it? Because I like wasn't everything else super average? So here's the deal with the with the verses. I had Dipset winning going into it at first, and I, I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout. Like I thought it was gonna be closer than than what it was, and I had Dipset winning. And yeah, obviously I was clearly wrong about that, but. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I would, I had dips, I, I had dips at two, I think, because like it, like, I guess I follow for the same thing with Soldier Boy as well, like the charismatic on stage, I'll, like I know how to entertain type, like yeah, Jules, <laughs> like Santana and Cam- and Cameron were like the entertainers of entertainers, and they made pretty good music, so I don't think it's that wild to think that they would, uh, but it's also not surprising because apparently their work ethic and everything is shit and always has been. Like that's yeah, why Santana and, you, and just that like, definitely that definitely showed show, for preparation <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So after it happened, I was like, that should make sense. Like, like Santana had a chance, like, to be with Little Wayne, like on that kind of like level and stuff. Like they made albums together and shit, and like you know what I mean. But everyone said his work ethic was trash, and same with Dipset, and they kind of fell apart. So I got like looking obviously back, looking back, it makes sense that that happened. Yeah, apparently. Which I think, think you could tell that they were unprepared. No. Yeah. They definitely were because their stage presence, it, at first it was good. You could tell that they had something going on. But after those first few rounds, like I, I think after round three or four, I knew it was going to be a train wreck after that because all the lock songs that they were playing and how they were presenting their songs, I was like, oh, this is going to go terribly wrong for Dipset from this point on. And Dipset was throwing some of their hardest tracks out early on too, and they just weren't hitting the way you would expect them to. But everything you said, their work work ethic, how they prepared for this battle was definitely on display that they did not put in anywhere near as much effort as uh, Jadakiss and the Locks did. And that was the thing. Jadakiss killed because his stage presence was incredible. Like yeah. He was putting on a performance. You can tell that he's he's also been in shape because he's got a, like, he's got a juice bar with Styles P. So you can tell that those guys take care of their body. Like He's able to still rap to the same level that he's been doing his, his entire career. Um, Styles too, like whenever there was Styles' chance to, you know, rap and do his thing, like he was able to control how he was delivering his bars and all that shit. So him and Jada together, it was just like, they just had a great dynamic with the entire Locks group and how they were doing their, their set. Like you could tell they put preparation into how they were going to do this. And, you know, Jadakiss has been in a battle before as well, too, and he smoked it. Yeah, I mean, he's like, they're basically, the, Jadakiss is one of the top, like, one of the punchline rappers were coming up and stuff. And, like, he was always known for his, like, breath control and everything, too, um, back in the day. So, like, obviously, I think, like, undoubtedly, if you asked me even before this, like, who the best, like, actual raw rapper who, like, treats it as, like, a battle and art form, it's obviously always been Jada, but there's so much more to these shows. But, like, by yeah. far, it wasn't that surprising to see Jada knew all his lines and everything yeah. like that. Like, Joel was off on Adderall, I think, or some shit. At least that's what the rumor was. 
And he was he forgot some of the words to the songs. So that was embarrassing too. And they were rapping over their songs. So you can hear the vocals of the actual song behind them. And when you're getting the words wrong in that situation, it just looks terrible on your part. You think but like Adderall man gets you fucking locked in. Like I'm in the zone when I do. Yeah, stuff. well, I'm, I'm sure he didn't just pop the Addy though. I'm yeah, sure. I think he's Under probably the like drunk and stuff or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm but he's like, the guy I'm just never gave a fuck. Like too. I remember always growing up. He was the one dude who blew such a chance to be like, you know what I mean? Like Wayne was willing to put a tape out with him and all this stuff. And like he was, I remember when I was like, <laughs> this was like eight years ago. He was doing uh, mid-level, multi-level marketing stuff instead, like commercial out for it. I was like, dude, fucking, he blew, he had so much opportunity to be huge and relevant for so long. And everyone was just around him always said that he was the laziest dude and never put in work and stuff. So yeah. it's not surprising that he doesn't remember his music and shit like that. So dressed know, like he was in the fucking... Uh... Sorry. He's still so dressed like he's in 2006. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For the for the battle, I understand why he brought that out, though, was just kind of to bring back that dip set flair that they had. Yeah. So I wasn't too mad about it, but it definitely was a craziest outfit. And funny enough, I think I heard that the hat that he was wearing was made by Virgil Abloh. And someone tweeted out a meme being like, oh, this explains everything on why they lost, why they lost that <laughs> night. Um, oh man yeah but, I, I would have loved to see, see them come out with the pink though yeah that would have been dope they did definitely did a throwback to that even cam like none of his shit was really hitting either like you like you said you'd expect him to be very charismatic and to have that stage presence but he was mostly just yelling around the stage and just couldn't keep up with with what jadakiss and them were doing like one of the biggest mistakes he made was telling them that they didn't have any girl hits and then they literally went into like an eight minute set of them playing some of their best hits with artists yeah, like uh, Jaylo, mariah and, yeah mariah and all that shit and it's like bro like <laughs> that was the you just set them up you just set yourself up for failure in that situation so yeah yeah jada just proves he's an absolute beast like people saying top five dead or alive and honestly after those two performances man i could see it like and that's just I, one lp I didn't. I didn't grow up off the locks, so I didn't. I'm not really into their music as much. I know the bigger hits, obviously, like the ones that they played, um, and throughout some of the verses and stuff like that. But I'm gonna watch this after this because I did, and I was like, the, I knew like even all their like I knew those seventh and eighth string like rappers and stuff back then. So I, I gotta go watch this. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't tune in when it happened. It was actually one of the like better verses. Um, yeah, it was just not in the mood, but I will now. But yeah, so top five better live, I could see it because he's an incredible rapper. He's an incredible artist. He's an incredible performer. So yeah, I could see people putting him up there for sure. Yeah, so when he and then he played like I saw like some of the clips like when he played the Ja Rule New York song though, and, like Fat Joe's and oh yeah, there, dude, and, like, yeah, just some of those like nostalgia ones and that too. Like man, their D Block was fucking big. They and were, they were the, huge, man. With the Rough Riders and that too, so. There's a, there's a lot of hood hood classics in there besides, and they actually did like Jada had some pops like he's a platinum artist like he sold well his first couple albums and that um, so yeah shout out to, shout out to him and obviously he came, I saw him he came in after like he had the Kobe jacket and cigar like he just won this championship yeah. and that after when he's there so uh, that was like yeah good showmanship he had they had him on everything I mean personally I like Jada like the. Like, I love the um, Dipset era in that, too. But, like, you can just tell those guys are kind of goofy. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it, their music definitely did not stand the test of time. Going to, Like, when you put it against 
something like the locks catalog like that's the thing with the locks like their catalog is so extensive and yeah, the deep set was too I, but that's what I'm saying. it should it should have been way closer though though like yeah Dipset's i think catalog it's, is still fucking huge like they got both of them got yeah. easy and like so much they have the mariah jams they have all that like they just fucked it up like yeah i i think a lot of it was that too i think if they had preparation and how they delivered their hits it would have resonated better as well, I, too. But. I think this was one of the most perfect verses, too. Like, they were just, like, they're popping at the same time. The same argument was, like, you know, Dipset's kind of more radio and stuff, but, like, the, um, the locks is, like, dry. Like, it was just everything about that versus lined up so well, um, especially, like, being a whole group, too, and stuff. So I think it was the most perfect one to line up. It's kind of disappointing that fucking... Dipset can get their shit together when they have a couple of weeks to do get ready. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe there might be some kind of rematch down the line. No. That was probably one of the most viewed viewed uh, verses ever. True. Maybe, so maybe I, mean, I know a rematch. It could be just between one of the artists. Like they could do like a Jada versus someone, maybe, or some shit. I mean, I don't think anyone but, of those, like, yeah, a Jada versus Fabulous. Like, I'm seeing, I like to see Punchline guys go against each other. Some of the, or like, you know, it'd be a good one, a Ludacris. Uh, I want to see Luda do one. First who? What? I don't know who you'd put Luda. Nelly. Ah, uh, yeah, I think that that could work. It, I think it's like pretty good. One of the closest you get. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that's close. I think that's a close. They one. come at the same I time. Feel like, I feel like Nelly's catalog kind of extends a little bit more though than than uh than ludicrous yeah like now his peak was fucking huge yeah and stuff too and that like, but Luda I mean, was definitely like more big, people know ludicrous now but then ludicrous is more like more people know ludicrous last 10 years than nelly um but music wise yeah i think definitely but i think this will be a good one yeah people are also saying um lloyd banks versus versus jenkins would be a good one that'd be a good one but yeah but i'm um, oh, after seeing jada in the first two battles that he's done i'm, I'm picking jada like, also i don't think like lloyd's style is too him. like you get just because he's like that laid back like you know what i mean like even when like he's not that hype like stage presence dude like everyone always makes fun of him how he's like monotone and like the, in the interviews he barely like, talks and stuff like that so i think you just get roasted just on what's there but catalogs yeah lloyd's one of my favorite like rappers that doesn't get enough credit yeah he's um, definitely one of the most underrated rappers for sure yeah like oh man it'd be nice to see that lloyd banks or fab fabius already did one right uh, yeah he was the one who faced jada oh, he got smoked right 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 but he got oh, smoked Jake? by he got smoked by jada only because of the fact that fab's dj was terrible like he yeah. chose the wrong song all the all the hits that you expected him to play in the verses his DJ played after the verses when everyone's like just trying to get out the get out of the live or whatever. So it was stupid as hell. Well, gotta... DJ Booth su- sucked for that. Dude. And that was like one of the first one. That was the first one, yeah. Uh no, not really. It was earlier on in verses, but it wasn't one of the first. It was definitely verses had kind of been established at that point. So what's the first one then? The very first one was the oh, the first one that I ever saw was uh Boy Wonder versus um oh dude versus uh hit boy but i don't know if that was done by i don't know if that was done by swizz and uh and timbo at that point i think it was just yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know so i don't know if they sponsored or whatever but i just remember that was the first like versus type battle that i tuned into so i don't know what the yeah. actual official first one was but um fair yeah. all right let's well. move on 
Let's move on to uh, well, other music, I guess we can move on to quickly. The Weeknd's dropping tonight. He's dropping a song. I can't remember what the name of the title was, but uh, he's coming back with new music. So I'm expecting him to probably have a fall release coming up because if his single's coming out now, we're in August. I'm expecting him to probably drop October or November type shit. Um, are you excited to hear the song? I don't I even mean, know this guy right now, to be honest, because he just yeah, dropped I really last don't. year. <laughs> like, I don't know what to expect either. I mean, I always check it out, and it's not like he's, yeah, I always check him out. I don't know what to expect either. I'm not super hyped or anything, but I'm still hyped. He still makes good music in that. So, and then seeing him, like, of him, um, because of the Belly song last week. So I'll definitely check it out. What about you? I didn't really like that belly song at first, but then I heard it out when I was when I was drinking, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Now this song is actually hype. I, I kind of find that weird how music kind of does that, where you have to be in a certain—not you have to, but sometimes you cannot like it listening to it originally. But then the moment you go out or you're at a certain type of event and you hear, it, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like this song actually bangs. I feel like that happens to me quite a bit, but yeah, I don't know if I'm really excited for this. Only because he did drop literally last year and he pretty much ran with his blinding lights single. So I'm kind of hoping that this song, whatever he does drop, is a little bit darker and on that edge. I just don't know what he's been through in the past year to justify whatever album he's going to decide to come with through this time. But it will be interesting to see what he drops. And like you, I'm always going to tune into the weekend. He's a huge Toronto artist. And despite the fact that people say that he become very mainstream, which is true, like he obviously has, he still makes good music in my eyes and still things that I do want to hear about. So it'll be interesting to see what he does do with this new album and with this new single. We'll see what happens. But I, I wouldn't say I'm super hyped. I'll just say I'll see how I feel after I listen to it. Yeah, no, I'm the, I'm the same way, obviously. Like, I'll check it out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have I find that for all the songs that I'm like I end up loving are the ones mostly that are like the ones I love a lot after like a week are the ones that first when I first heard it didn't love and if I like like a song when I first hear it then it's always like okay or like I keep in a rotation but the ones that I like love love I find like like di didn't really hit off the first time I heard in that so I don't know what that means like for my brain but. <laughs> Just probably pretty. like you get the fact that you like it so much at the beginning, you probably just get bored of it and then you don't really want to hear it later on. Whereas the song that you hate, if you don't if like if you don't like something and it manages to flip on you, then you have yeah. two you have like two emotions that are kind of hitting you at the same time too. Whereas I feel like if you like something at first and you get bored of it, like boredom's not really an emotion. It's just like you just don't really care for it anymore. Whereas if yeah. you don't like something, you don't like it, but then it flips and you do like it. And that's a huge swing on the pendulum. Get infatuated with it then too after. Yeah, so uh, maybe that's it. That's just how I justify it going in your brain. Yeah, you know what? So I've been I've been trying to I've been listening to like up and coming artists in Toronto a lot more. Just this, are you done about the weekend? Yeah, yeah, I don't have much. Yeah, it. I've been listening to like up and coming artists lately and stuff, and like um, it's wild. I don't know. It's still for to me, it's still always crazy that now how like big the toronto sound is and stuff and like to see like americans now be like oh on other videos like oh they're biting the toronto sound and stuff like other people across the world are recognizing 
like that that Toronto sound and like Toronto like like to see like guys are only known like low level like you know people like then they know the, like that circle like the Atlanta like they're not that huge but like everyone still knows the type thing yeah, yeah, and to yeah. see like Toronto be that now and like all those guys are like kind of mid like mid level and stuff still like be big on the hip hop scene and everyone know who them are is just so crazy to me and I was just thinking about that the last couple of days that like there's a whole like group of like American people that stand the Toronto sound and stuff the same way they did like London or Atlanta and stuff like that. It's wild to me. Yeah, this this point I'm about to say isn't really focused on the sound per se, but just so just more so the recognition that Toronto's been able to get. The fact that Pressa got in a relationship with one of the hottest rappers in the game right now, Coyla Ray. Like that type of shit to me is mind blowing and weird. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like just like that, the, the little stuff though, where it's like, yo, like these guys that like, yeah, just to see Americans be like, yo, that guy bit the Toronto sound, like is wild to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's not something I would ever think would ever happen because of how Toronto's been in the past. We were most more so the type of, sorry, excuse me, we're most more so the type of city to copy. New York and what they were doing. That's why we were kind of considered the screw face capital for such a long time because so many people thought they were hard and that they had to be a certain way in order to break into music and to get recognition. And a lot of that came from trying to be grimy and hard as a New York scene. Uh, but now the fact that, you know, obviously Drake was the biggest uh, like reason that we got on the global stage the way that we did. And then other guys came back, um, so it came up after him and kind of made the scene even bigger as well too now so i think with that yeah. that's just become that's just it, it's mainly because of how drake's kind of put us on the map and then you know with his sound and how other people in the city have kind of developed their own sound it's just made Toronto I mean, that much more of a of a popular scene oh for sure i mean but like every like everyone has their leaders that establishes that to make people care it's not like you know what i mean it wasn't like Atlanta just got hot off being Atlanta. Like there's always just someone big and like, you know what I mean? Like, or the Southern rap and stuff like that. Same with New York, like people, those sounds, it always has to be like a huge breakthrough artist to kind of put eyes on other people. So I don't think that's like yeah. discredits Toronto well, in any way. I don't know. Would you that, say that for Chicago though? Because who was the major Chicago the, person? Like Ye's obviously the biggest one. Yeah, obviously for, but, I guess not, but I mean, for drill music, I mean, I don't like was still fucking huge. It took a big, huge banger for drill music to go like pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like it was one of the biggest songs of like the late or what do you call it from 2010 and on and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. the last 10 years. So it took like a huge, Keith didn't follow it through. But I mean, like everyone has their like upper level, like superstars, like Chicago, it wasn't the same sound. You know what I mean? But that's the same way, like these Toronto, like lower guys, like their sounds way different from Drake's. But um, it doesn't take For the sure. same sound to put people on. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much different, like, between those tr um, Drake and, like, all of that, too. So um, I don't think it they need to be the same sound. So it was definitely, you already had guys come through Chicago, like, superstars and that. Um, but I think it takes a perfect ingredients of, okay, you, can, you couldn't say Chicago's not on because they have their superstars. And the, it takes the perfect ingredients of you need a superstar, like a mid-level guy, and then those up-and-comers to, yeah, like, consider yourself, sure. like, 
the the star of the, the yeah. rap scene and stuff. So it was always the same with like Atlanta, it was the outcast you could claim, but the all the that Atlanta sound was way different from what the guys are doing coming up. Same with New York and stuff too. Like so I, I think it's about the same as anywhere else. We're just we're at this position now. We've seen it so much with other cities, but it's weird to like watch it develop in Toronto and like kind of be there and closer to it. Yeah. So I think it, it's really similar. We're just at that we're at the point where Atlanta was 20 years ago type thing. The only weird part is that now all the sounds kind of blend in, so it's kind of hard to like judge who's who's the original. Oh, yeah, all the guys what these days like, now. So, have you have you heard that song. new the Smiley and Drake song? I only heard a little bit of Drake's verse. I forgot. Like I'm, I meant to listen to that song, and I just completely forgot to check it out. Um, but it's, it, I did it, like it, the sound of it though, so I should listen to it. The, the beat and stuff's hard in that, but the Smiley one is like a fucking cut his verse, and that's kind of weird. But I can, it's one of those weird ones like, I can see people be like, it's trash now, but we'll like, it's ke- it's catchy and it's getting popular. Then yeah. it'll be like, you know what I mean? Then people I, two years later will look at it differently. Like, oh, yeah. like he goes off. You did something different. It sounds really weird. You should go listen to it. Like, I like it. Drake's versus kill, killed it. Um, the smiley one didn't, I was like, oh, fuck, he kind of ruins this. But the more I listen to it, it's growing on me because it's just, it's it's kind of different in that, but yeah, lots of those guys on now. The trying like I can't tell who the who they are. Like I try to pay really really close attention, and if you played some of their music for me, like there's lots of them I couldn't differentiate from. Yeah, like, well, not even in Toronto, just, like, but everywhere around the world, it seems like it's kind yeah of differentiate. But I like that you brought up that point about the Smiley song because I feel like that happens a lot, especially when Drake kind of puts on a certain artist because of his feature plug that he does with certain artists and stuff. If you're not, if you haven't been exposed to that artist, you're going to hear it for the first time and kind of think that, yeah, it's odd that, you know, that he has this person on, like, why would he do this? Or you yeah. think that that person's verse is trash in comparison to Drake's. Because Drake's going to give you, obviously, a, you, you know Drake's sound, you know what he's going to deliver. So you're going to think yeah, and he's he, better no matter what. Um, but He's jumping on it too, because he knows, though, he obviously sees something in the sound. Exactly. Like, he doesn't, exactly. he's always making calculated moves. Like, you saw it with, like, JB the block one, like, all the little baby before like, he was the first, like, little, I've never heard a little baby. And that that's, yo, that's where, well, I, I actually did, but that's where I was going to go next, though, was the little baby comparison. Because I remember when that little baby track came out, everyone's like, who the fuck is the little baby? And they, th- and they told me, they were telling me, like, oh, yo, Drake's like rapping with this trash rapper, this garbage rapper. And, I knew who Little Baby was at the point. I wasn't a big fan of his music, but I heard yeah. I knew he could kind of spit. So it was just like it was just funny to me that people were calling Little Baby trash at that point. I'm like, no, this is well, guy yeah, this is a guy who can rap, but he's got some skill. He's not completely trash. But I get yeah, it. Yeah, when I remember when I heard that wow, 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 like verse yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, lyric, I was like, oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And I then end of the song ended up being so hard, and I like really liked it later on. Yeah, I get when you're not exposed to that's what I mean. When you're not exposed to that type of rapper, and that's the first instance. And like you said, when you have a bar like that, that's not really uh, <laughs> it's not Yeah, really it's kind of like experimental. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, that's the same thing. Like, it's cr- it's that's what weird. also got me going is because I heard someone like Americans be like, because people were complaining about the smiley verse. And then like other Americans were like, that's like, um, like that's, that's the Toronto sound bubble. Well, like, you have to get used to it. Like Drake sees it, like explain this. I'm like, yo, this is so weird to see people to like you know what i mean like they're so ingrained like americans ingrained in the toronto hip-hop culture that there's like this like academic like almost look at 
our music, you know what I mean? Or that like discussion where they're like, oh, well, they're explaining the Toronto sound to other Americans and stuff like that. It's like, that's wild to me that we're like at that point right now. I could definitely see it with this song too, because it's not like the typical thing you would hear. But like, yeah, like you said, Drake hopped on it for a reason. And it's already growing on me too. When I first heard it, I was like, fuck, this is such a weird line cadence. But um, now they've listened to it, I'm like, oh, I actually don't mind it in that too. So. Um, it's be interesting to see how, and because he's been getting a lot of same smiley's been getting pushed a lot in tr- like around Toronto and that. Um, so I've heard him from from that as well. And now other people have been exposed to his music thanks to Drake. True, yeah. To be honest, I'd never heard of him before. I don't think I don't think I've heard him on on anything else. But uh, if he is, I definitely those people are pushing him into be. Then yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna check out this song because I did mean to listen to it. I just flipped my mind and forgot to. Yeah, no, I did. Well, he, I mean, he's fucking weird looking and stuff too. But I remember seeing him; he just looks like a chubby fucking fourteen-year-old East Indian kid almost. Um, but he, what he's being? Oh, he's brown. He's not black. No, he is. I'm pretty sure he is black. But he kind of looks like he just looks weird. You have to look at him. He's like short and stubby and stuff. And then he looks almost like he just just watch one of his videos. You'll see. It looks weird. But I'm pretty sure he is black. But he just like looks kind of weird. So. Um, He's, yeah, but I've heard I've heard of him before, and some of his music like he's been getting hitting the million views for two or three years on YouTube, so we're oh, like cl- close to it. So uh, speaking of black, Rihanna becomes another black billionaire. Shout out to her. Uh, I've seen this joke go around quite a bit as well too. Everyone says that "Run This Town" hits different now because all three of them are billionaires. Oh shit! But I didn't, hear, I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> Obviously, that track was huge, and it was a big banger. And it is kind of crazy to think that all three of them are that rich now. You know our stance on billionaires, though. Like, we're still fuck billionaires. It's just the fact that if there are going to be some, though, Yo. it is nice that, obviously, there are, like, black ones starting to enter. Yeah. Well, I saw, I, this but, is the funniest meme I saw, like, an hour ago. It was like, y'all be, like, free Palestine, but happy birthday to my favorite president, Obama. Fuck Jeff Be- Bezos. Congrats to Riri on being a billionaire. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, but like, and that's what I said. I was like, this means funny, but like the context it's, it's of it very is very accurate. Diff- is 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 different though too. Like, it's a funny joke, but it's because the context is different. Like, R- Rihanna's a fucking poor girl from the Bahamas who like came here and turned herself into a billionaire. It's a lot different than fucking Jeff Bezos ruining the lives of hundreds of thousands of people by making them piss and shit in bottles. You know what I mean? And then like, yeah, and Obama, he, was, he was gifted quite a bit of money as well. Yeah. Like you're, most billionaire billionaires are like takes money to make, and they have such a, like you can't be an ethical billionaire, but there's no way like Daisy and Rihanna don't have the least bad impact on the world by becoming a billionaire compared to the rest. You know what I mean? Like some of them are fucking dictators and stuff type shit. Um, and that and like they're just plain assist like you can't expect young black people to be the fucking face of um, socialism and stuff you know what i mean like they're just just they're doing them to get like they're they're thriving in the the life that you gave us type thing same with obama like you can't expect the first black president to be like oh i'm gonna turn this into like commie country type thing like just get there and then someone else will do be the next like radical person you know what i mean like i'm not like Obama had to be fucking status quo. Um, to an so extent, that's... though, like I still like he still had. It wasn't necessarily him. Like he still had some power. That's why I don't like. Oh, for sure. I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm 
fucking I like do he, get I, that, yeah like, he did he did have to play it a certain way for sure i know what you're saying we like, can't look at him to change i'm for sure we should obviously hold him fucking he's still responsible for fucking he could have stepped up and people's lives got lost and stuff like that but i'm also not going to be like yo i would rather have obama than anyone else who's going to do the same thing at least they're like i'm not going to put in the same category as other fucking presidents and stuff yeah, like we should be at Biden's neck more so than we should be at like a Obama. Yeah, I mean, I and mean, the things we can still be like, I can still be like Obama should have done so much shit differently, but still be like, fuck yeah, that's my black president. Like, he's just, you know what I mean? Like, be like Obama, please don't fucking bomb the kids of fucking Syria, but like, are you still dope though? <laughs> yeah, to, like, yeah to, to an extent, for sure. Um, so I'm just like it's, it's different. I get the joke and stuff, and it's, it's fuck the billionaires. But I mean, at the end of the day, we'd both be billionaires if it was down to it. If we could, yeah, obviously I would take some money, but I would spend it better than they would. Though that's the thing, I wouldn't need to keep it. That's the, that's the difference. Yeah, well, people who do that type of stuff, who when with that type of attitude, don't get to a billion for a reason. Though that's why you're yeah. not a billionaire. Because you're like, oh, I have a million dollars. Why can't I give <laughs> half of it away? Where these uh, people are like, I need it all and kill everyone else who even has any. So that's you gotta have your brain's gotta be off, you know, to be like, I need this much money. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. There's something about it. Like I, I, I know I understand that when they get to a certain amount, like once you get to that level, you're able to do things that you just can't do prior to it. So I get that. Like, yeah, but then you get to another level and it really doesn't even make any difference. Like there's no difference. No, but between I think I think it I think it is with amongst the crowd now because now you're oh, in a sure. different status of hey, like I hang out with these people, but now that I have this amount of billions, I can hang out with these people, and I'm now able to uh, do different things. Like the whole Jeff Bezos thing going to space. Like I was saying when that happened, in my mind, I was like, man, look how fucking lost we are as a society. Like back in the day, we used to have like national pride on trying to accomplish going to certain to certain planets or to the moon or whatever and it was in between like governments like trying to get our science department yeah the race to the moon and stuff yeah now it's just billionaires swinging their jerking off jeff bezos exactly people people waking up early to watch a live stream of a billionaire do something that people already done right like he literally just gives a fuck he didn't even go all the way into space and stuff and everyone's fucking jerking the tip of it yeah, I was just like, this, like looking at this, like, this is so fucking broken. And it was like on the news everywhere. I was like, we're such a fucking broken society. Like, he's literally, we're just cheering on some rich guy's fucking weird fetish that he had for, like, you know what I mean? Playing Dude, fucking his astronaut. Ship, his ship and stuff. And, like, people were, in the form of a dick. His ship yeah, looked like, like a dick. He was fucking just basically, yeah, I'm fucking all of you guys. And we'll come back down to earth with this. And, like, it's just, it was wild to me. So, like, to see that so fucking. Like, yeah, but you are right. Like, they, they always want to hang with it. Because normal people, though, be like, I'm not worried about who I have to compete with next. I'm going, like, how can I help people? How can I do this? Like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And then, but, like, that's why I'll never, because I'd be like, okay, I can get a bunch of kidney transplants from someone with half my money. So, here, take it. But I'm not worried about, like, oh, this nigga has 30 billion. So, now I'm trying to get on that. Like, come on. Yeah. And when you fathom how much a billion is, though, that's the craziest part to me. It's like, yeah, like you can't, you can burn that money if you try. Like, exactly, it's not. It's impossible. It's like, I think people think it's just like when they think of a million, they think that a billion is just like the ne- like it's obtainable at that point. Like they think that if you have a million, that a billion's the next step and it's easy to get, and it's not. Yeah, you have to you have to put it in perspective because like what a million's like it's in when people doing like in seconds or like 
a million's like three days, a billion's like five lifetimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the difference. And it's like, or like three minutes. And this is like, there's so many different math equations and like distance traveled equations that it's like, that puts into perspective how fucking far you are away from a billion. Like if you, I can't remember what the stat was, so I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing what it was, but it's along these lines. Like it's not, it's, I'm not like far off when I say this. Uh, the amount that Jeff Bezos has, I think it was something like, if you made 200,000 every day since, um, what was it? I think it was since the time that humans were around, like from 200,000 years ago or some shit. Yeah. If you made, made $200,000 from 200,000 years ago, you still wouldn't have as much as Jeff Bezos does right now. Like yeah, if you made that like every day. Every like day. You, yeah, every day you wouldn't have as much as he does. It's un, like you can't spend it. You can't do anything insane. with it. It's unfathomable. Yeah, people are just like, well, one day I might be a billionaire. I'd hate for anyone to take my money with taxes. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. Dude, that's another uh, thing too. I hate, that's a, the, the one thing I hate about people defending billionaires is the fact that like, Jeff Bezos doesn't fucking pay taxes. Like, you're like, oh yeah, he worked hard to get to where he is now. And he's a model citizen. The motherfucker escapes taxes. Like you can't like the fact that you won't even hold them accountable for that is the dumbest thing. And I hate, it's always these dumbasses who are on the internet who just like I don't know. They like they think that they're going to be the next fucking billionaires, I guess, or some shit. But and the, yeah, they're they're paying less than your fucking average citizen. Like more of our my paycheck is getting taxed than theirs. Like how that's theirs, nuts. Exactly. You know? Like it's like what are you even fucking talking about? It's just, I'm honestly though, I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm starting to see so many people like be fed up and stuff too, as well. Like normal as people who I wouldn't think would ever have this conversation with me, but they know because I'm always talking about it that are like, I'm fucking done with like how this is and stuff. Like we fucking work our whole lives of like live in a one room apartment and stuff. And like, and I'm like, yes, everyone's getting radicalized. I don't yeah. care if I'm 70 by the time we eat billionaires, I will be there <laughs> to feast. I'll come in my wheelchair and be like, let me have a bite of Bezos. <laughs> Yo, I posted this today, but there's a funny one because some dude in a, in a, in a uh, not group chat, but in a Facebook group that I'm in said, finally, uh, finally, one of the billionaires that I'd actually want to eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I when, saw you when talking you, about Rihanna. Oh, I man. saw you posted that. That's fucking great. I was, yeah, I mean, that's, that is true. She'd be succulent. Okay, so here, here's okay. So here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hypothetically, if you were asked to work 24/7 nonstop without ever taking a break while earning $10,000 an hour, do you know how long it would take for you to earn Jeff Bill? Uh, sorry, Jeff Bezos's money? 20 million hours, or 2,281 years? Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely in, insane too. What people don't understand too, the way like the system set up as well is. Like it's easier, it's made easier for people to like who are millionaires to become like multimillionaires than it is for people who are in poverty to just become like of average income. Like that jump from one to another because the more money you have, that like the yeah, more breaks and the yeah. more like you know what I mean. It's like literally encouraged. To, like there's the roadblocks put in front of poor people purposely to keep them poor is so much so many more than it is for like a millionaire to like gain more money. It's like like there's more roadblocks. Like they should be making it way easier for the people who are like down low. And then yeah, like, they don't want, they don't want to go down low. To, it, to it's not, and you're, but you're cheering that on for yourself. Like you're, you're encouraging roadblocks for yourself by being like, well, leave them billionaires nah, alone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a billionaire. That, that, yeah, like you should worry about right, fucking yeah. being able to feed your kids and like keep your lights on buddy. Like, come on. Now. 
Gabe, all you have to do is pull yourself up by your bootstraps, bro. Yeah, and oh, just work God. hard, man. You'll be so Fucking break well. Spend every waking hour like working hard, man. You'll make it. I know, right? Like we just gotta work harder. Just, and that that's what I'm also starting to fucking get so burnt out about. Don't, is that don't idea? Save your money. <laughs> we have to fucking have to be like the hardest workers ever to be like good people and stuff. It's like why shouldn't you be able to work 25, 30 hours and like have a decent comfort life? Like, exactly. Is that idea? You, you have to be twenty four seven. You think that with the advancement of technology, making our lives easier, that work being becoming easier would be one of those things. Like, people don't see it that way. They think that you're just going to be lazy because of the fact that you don't want to work as much. But so we don't have to. Like, <laughs> we're in yeah, like, where we wouldn't have to work as much. It, it should so be, no, everyone should saying, be able to have I'm not saying we should be, like, I'm not saying we should be on, like, everyone should be on EI or some shit. Like, I don't think we should be getting, like, that type of treatment. Obviously, people should still be working. Everyone should, but everyone should be able to have a comfortable life by working average hours. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you shouldn't have to have two jobs working fifty hours and still not like afford like the basic needs and stuff like that. Like everyone should have roof, like roof, food, and whatever should all be like basic yeah. needs. Like you should everyone should be provided that. You should be able to eat to eat, and, and then you should, and then you can go chase stuff. your paper. Like yeah, as long as people don't have to worry about getting like food or having a roof over their head, then it's a free for all. Everyone go for themselves, do what they want. Like. But like for people work, they, we should be able to work ten hours like for a couple of days and still not worry about being homeless. Like you know, it's just wild to me. Dude, that. the five the five hour work or sorry the five day work week was made in the industrial age back in the eighteen hundreds. We haven't changed that shit since. And the only reason the only reason that even happened was because of the fact that they unionized and realized. Yeah, the union the union seven, did that. All seven the days, things. yeah, working seven days was insanity. So. The fact that we have yeah. 200 years should tell you something. Like, clearly, we've made hmm. way more chance until we shouldn't be working five days a week anymore. That's like a black people never like civil rights and stuff. We're like, what's well, pretty good? We're here. Like, you know. Yeah. So. That didn't even make sense. Like, why wouldn't some? Why wouldn't you think it's just fair to work four days and have three days off? Like, that seems like a compromising balance. Like, like you have one shot at like you. You live for whatever. You only have so much time. You want to waste it fucking trying to like do like people like i lived to market fucking for a grocery store like sell pencils and stuff it's like what why would you want to spend five days doing that yeah exactly. like, everybody's like you're the, the job you have can't possibly you have, you have to. nuts oh hello yeah 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 you cut out yeah All right. yeah um, anyway <laughs> That'll do it for episode 98. Just real quickly as we close this out. I love this podcast getting more radicalized every fucking <laughs> month. Soon, buddy, you'll be full. have been on these. It's just like, I think now yeah. it's more so people are, because of the pandemic, people have kind of opened their eyes more so to it happening right now. So. Oh, for sure. People are like way more aware. It's so funny watching people wake up to it. And I love it. The one thing that I kind of missed from the pandemic, though, is like when we weren't worshiping celebrities as much. I feel like that's kind of come back. Um, oh yeah, I loved how actually first... hated them for for that like pandemic time because they were all. Oh, like, I know. I loved how everyone oh was turning God, on I'm, them. I'm stuck in my mansion, locked down. And that was like, the, yeah. It was the only time people, the conservatives and the liberals, both agreed to like fuck these people. Yeah, yeah. Like it was the only time where it's like, yeah, fuck I, all sides. Like go fuck yourself. I think we can all agree on that. Like, like I want to fucking murder Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. 
Ellen DeGeneres comparing her her mansion to prison. Yeah, being like, you stay home. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah, uh, that was the best. But yeah, I, I am glad people are working or like opening their eyes up more to the work week because of the fact that like we've been working from home. So people are like, man, work was like bullshit. Like not only were we losing time from commuting and all that shit, but it's just like, most people, most people just work hard for honestly probably like four or five hours tops, and then they realize yeah. the other three hours it's just dumb fucking around at the end of the at the end of the day because you're you're burnt out at that point. Like you don't want to do the rest of your work that you have to do. So you don't get it, man. Like there's studies, everything, like for years has backed this up, and like any adult could look it up, and I've known about it forever. Moderation. And like I, the, yeah, I just don't understand why I think like it's proven. The like Japanese work style, like 15 hours, you don't get anything more done than like Germany where they only have like seven type thing. It's like it there's no reason to do it other than to do it. Like yeah. it just and doesn't make sense. Suicide rates are insane. Yeah, the unhappiness. Their society pressures them so much to be quote unquote successful. So that's what people always say too, like, oh, like the Asian kids like are so like smart and something like dude, they've they've seven-year-olds committing suicide because of too much pressure from like that's not like happiness. Like yeah. they, it's just like there's so many flaws there too, just because they get good grades. Like it's not perfect. But yeah. Um yeah, anyway. <laughs> to close out, yeah, shout outs to Andre de Grass uh, for winning gold in the 200 meters. First time ever he's won gold, and the first time a Canadian's won it since 93 years ago, so I can't remember exactly what date that is, but shout out to him. That's huge. Um, also, shout out to the Cathlon winner. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but first Canadian to ever win gold in the Cathlon, which is huge. And he set an Olympic record while doing so. Uh, shout outs to Masai Ujiri because he signed finally. He got the position of, he's still president of the Raptors team, but he's also vice chairman, I believe, with MLS. He don't know what that entails. Because the rumor was he was looking to get some kind of stake ownership in the company. I'm assuming that that's what comes with vice chairman. I'm not too sure. Uh, but I hope that that's what it is. And that's why he's now signed. Um, and then he also has his ties to the Giants of Africa as well, too, which is still going on. And then lastly, Kanye West. Do you think he's dropping? I don't think he's dropping tomorrow. But People are going to be waiting on that Donda album. I don't think it's I'm fucking out. falling for that again. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe people fell for it in the first place. I was like, you tell me you guys thought Kanye West was going to drop just because he said he was going to drop? Like, this has been his rollout for the past four albums, like three albums at this point, man. He, he He's never going to drop it when he doesn't feel like it's perfected. And it didn't seem like that was anywhere near perfection on what he was doing. So, yeah. No. And, but he's, he's like, have you seen he's been live streaming him and he's been live streaming himself all day? Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't tune in, but I saw that he was doing. Yeah, I didn't tune in either. I'm past that point in my life where I'll just watch a person fucking sit there and do things. Yeah, there's no sound. <laughs> there's no sound. You just walk around weird outfits. Oh, I'm like, all right, I'm not tuning into this. I'm in my 30s. Yeah, it's crazy. Some of the stuff that we used to do, and like now I look back, and I'm like, man, I would never do that today. Like, fuck that. Shit. Yeah, 18 year old me would watch, spend up just watching that. Having yeah, so would I. Like for eight hours. <laughs> Literally, like, 17, 18, 19-year-old yeah. me are chilling on my like, nope. Oh, I'm doing that when I stream it. I'm just like, mm, he'd be delicious to eat. I love that billionaire. It's like a fucking roasted chicken spinning. Yeah, that'll do it for episode 98 of the Pops Culture Podcast, guys. As always, if you could do us a huge favor, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. Especially if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a review. It definitely helps us out to get found in the algorithms. It gets more people looking at our shit. 
and it would be greatly appreciated if you could do that. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.